Coming to you live from the second bedroom of Shane's apartment. This is the Shane and Scuba Steve podcast. You know it. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's like snow raining outside. Not really sure what's going on. Yeah, I just got rain here. It was, it was like three or four inches, and now I'm like, well, at least more of the snow is being washed away. Yeah, I bought 14 loaves of bread just in case. How many gallons of milk did you get? One. I, I'm not, you know, I wanted to save some brothers. Did you, are you able to get eggs? Um, I have some old eggs, and eggs don't go bad. I mean, unless, or it just becomes chicken, so like, I'll be fine. Well, then you have, you have the everything for French toast. Exactly. And that's all you need to survive a snowstorm is French toast. I don't have any cinnamon. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. Maybe fireball? I got uh, paprika. Is that, you think that'll work? I saw a tweet today that paprika is actually just um, ground up like red bell pepper. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. You didn't know that one? No. Oh, man. I make my own paprika. That's, yeah, I just, I just, yeah. You just, you dry your red bell peppers on its own. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave it on top of uh, my PS4. I turn my PS4 on, get that thing going. That gets hot. Really uh, just melt it down. Or just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really dehydrates those uh, those peppers. Then I just chop them up. Keep keep chopping. You think you're done chopping? Keep chopping. And then, uh, yeah, ooh, pinch here, pinch there. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, paprika, the people's spice. So a lot's changed since our last episode, which is just a few weeks ago. That is true. I have a dog. You got a dog. What's the dog's dog. name? The dog's name is ZD. And what what type of dog are we talking? Uh, it's a black lab, black mm-hmm. labradoodle. Oh wow, look labradoodle. at that! I know she's on Instagram, Bowl of ZD. Oh, oh, at Bowl of ZD. Not bad. Um, how big are those paws? You know the size of the paws. Big dictates paws. How we got big paws. Does how big the dog's gonna get? You got big paws. Oh, okay, paws. You're gonna, have, gonna have a big dog. I was very worried about that. I it's almost embarrassing how concerned I was about that one. So we we rescued. Um, ZD, and so when we no, got to excuse pick me, her up, excuse me, Steven. Oh, sorry, ZD, re- ZD rescued us exactly. Exactly, okay, I get the bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I went to pick her up, the first thing like she came off the she came out, and I was like, you know, I really just want to see how big your paws are, my friend. <laughs> and thankfully, she did immediately jump up on mm-hmm. she jumped up onto me and Erica. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get a good paw assessment immediately. She got big paws. Oh, yeah, sturdy dog. You bring that uh, foot measuring thing from like uh, the shoe store. You got you got one of those to check. No, I didn't. I did bring one of those. I was just going with. I was going with the palm of my hand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and me just going nice. This is good. Uh, can ZD palm a basketball? That will uh, that will dictate how big the dog's gonna get. If I can get the next Air Bud out of this dog, I'll be over the moon. Well, that's great. Congratulations. How old is ZD? ZD's two years old. All right. Yeah, about two. All right. All right. Yeah. We don't know for sure. There's an entire situation with a vet down in Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, who thought she was six years old. Oh, wow. So that's fun. But our vet, a vet down there that isn't the other vet, mm-hmm. and our, our veterinarian up here has confirmed that she is roughly two years old. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Do you play certain music and see how like Zeta reacts? Like, ah, big fan yeah, of you play, like, uh, 30 Rihanna. Seconds to Mars. Ah, okay. You play too much Rihanna. She goes, her last album was so long ago. Okay, you're six years old. But if it's like, wow, when's her new music coming out soon? And she's two. 
What's your favorite season of Survivor? Oh, you don't have any. Young. You're young. Okay, interesting. Who was your favorite Celebrity Apprentice cast member? And why is it Gary Busey? Gene Simmons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. Leave your, leave your favorite show. Celebrity Apprentice uh, uh, contestant in the comments. And we're talking the season when Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, hosted, of course. Yeah, naturally. Mm-hmm. I forgot he did that. Yeah. Honestly, I just forgot he did that. Wow. Oh, man. I think that's what he's most well-known for. I, I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger from anything else. I know him from The Celebrity Apprentice, that one season he did. Okay. Yeah. They, he, was an, he was an unknown. They found him on the street. They auditioned 5,000 people. He just got it, and he beat everybody up for it. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, excellent. We have, a, we have a jam-packed show today. Huge. Huge. We have a trailer that we'll yep. talk about. We have uh, two episodes of a new TV show to discuss. Mm-hmm. And then whatever else comes our way. We already talked about ZD. That was That's huge. The, it's, a, it's a huge news update. The Oscar noms are out. Mm-hmm. Um, some surprises there. I'm pulling up a full list. Mm-hmm. We can walk through some of the categories a little bit yeah. later on. Yeah, of course. But yeah, Shane, are you drinking a beverage this evening? I am having a beverage. Well, I'm having two beverages. I'm having, I'm having some water. Gotta stay hydrated. Don't ever forget to stay hydrated, everybody. Always right. stay hydrated. And I'm also I'm having uh right now I'm having I'm having a beer. I'm having a Sam Adams. I'm having our Merrymaker. Uh it's a lovely Ooh. gingerbread ale. Uh nine percent. You know, finish you know, it's, it's a cold day. You know, it was gonna snow, but now it's a little rainy. You know, having a nice little nice little heavy uh bev. You fantastic. I'm having a wit beer. Ooh, ooh. From from Bearded Brewing. Ooh. It is very good. You got you got some orange peel in that, a little orange peel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very excited. Very nice. It's the whiskered wit. Mm, good name, good name. Yeah, we got it to commemorate ZD's arrival because mm-hmm. there's a dog on it. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Would you have gone for wit. anything that had a dog on it? No, not anything. I don't know. I didn't pick. I was um, I was on dog duty. I got to you this bottle of gin that has Beowulf on it. Is Beowulf a dog? No. Well, that's a human, I think. No, I'm thinking of the monster. That's what I'm thinking. That's not a dog. That's a like a it's a monster. Yeah, there's a lot of dog things. There's Severus. Mm-hmm. It's the three headed dog. Yep. Name more. Sorry. Name more. Name more mythical dogs. Um. You said there's a lot, so you should be. Able there to name are all. a lot. I mean, yeah, Airbud's so one of them. What was that second one? Airbud. Not. Mm, I'll get, I'll mythical. give you a modern myth. I'll give you that'll be your one modern yeah. myth. Um, hold up, there's the dog um, in Guardians of the Galaxy in the spacesuit. Okay, not a, that's Cosmo, but not that's not a myth. Not a myth. That's a comic book. There are more dogs. Okay, you you work on that. They're you the Hellhounds. On... Um, okay, the ancient Greek Hellhounds. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there are more. Okay, no, yeah, you, no, that's. I'm sure that's Zeus great. had dogs. Like that's maybe, yeah. maybe Probably. we don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mythical dogs. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you work on that. That could be. That's a. Uh, hey, I want. I want I a. I'm gonna work on that. Nope. I want a three. I want a three tier um, poster board uh, middle school presentation on this. A trifold. You want a trifold? Yep. I want a trifold in the gymnasium, um, or or the library if the basketball team has to play because <laughs> the other school they were doing maintenance. They might not have it ready by Thursday, so if they don't have it by Thursday. The game's at home, and we'll have the presentations in the library. But be prepared. Be prepared for the gymnasium. I think I could do the library a little bit better. 
you, it's more the spacing. The gymnasium, you can get everybody in there. Library, now, now people are in the aisles themselves. So, ah, uh, okay, yeah, okay. But well, we'll I want, I want that. Anywhere. Yeah, no, no, of course, no. Well, um, you have a due date. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got to be done, okay, and not the day before, Mister. Okay, we're not staying up late. We're not going to AC more at ten o'clock. Man, I hated that. Yeah, it was the worst. It was yeah. the worst. I remember one time I drew a poster board. I had to do like it was like a colonial thing, so I had to draw New England. And I had everything else going like pretty good, like not mm-hmm. to scale, but pretty close. Maine was probably a tenth of the size it should have been. Maine oh. was like an afterthought attached to New Hampshire. Hey. I was like, oh, there's this lump. It's Maine. Hey, Maine is an afterthought. Boom, got him. Got him. <laughs> got entire state. Taking state. states names. And looking back on my own past life vacation in Maine all the time. Yeah, like Maine's a lovely place that I enjoy. Love, oh my god, beautiful, beautiful, stunning. Love the their coastline. water. Love their spring water. Oh, that Poland spring. Mm. Mm. And I love their food truck Maine lobster for thirty bucks for a lobster roll. Yep, I have experienced that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, yeah, poster board middle school projects—they're—they're uh, they're horrible. I mean, I think they're interesting, right? I feel like dioramas are better. Yeah, but you know that's that's a, you're expecting that a lot from every kid to be like, okay, we want to die around. Yeah, three the three the the fold trifold thing that's easy. That photos you print a couple of th- you can write on that thing. No one cares. Diorama you need to be like, where is every kid going to get grass? Every kid might not be able to get grass. You might be able to get just like small sticks and things to put in there. Exactly. Very strange the diorama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever well, do the one where it was a, a styrofoam sphere and you like cut a a quarter out of it and then make a cell and like show like this is that's the mito those are the lipids and this is the mitochondria and i colored it with crayons on the styrofoam ball we did like the layers of the earth Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. cut a ball out and then did like the the mantle and the crust and the core magma magma yep yeah, I saw the thing on Reddit that the core of the Earth might stop spinning soon or might like reverse direction. Well, that's going to do that. Yeah, Mercury's in retrograde, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we're going to be in retrograde. And Gillette's in the bathroom. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, man. And I'm um, going to have to, going to be myself. Going to, oh, man. Nothing. Yeah, once <laughs> nothing I get to take off this. Once no, Jupiter cool. comes out, it'll be fine. Yeah. Nah, that's, it's fine. We'll be, it'll be fine. Happens all the time. You know, my grand my grandpa tells me every day the core would spin the other way. Both uphill. Both times. Oh, just, <laughs> just this direction every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You yeah. kids in your core of the earth that spins in one direction. Yeah, so we got it. Yeah, we got it lucky just every once in a while. Yeah, every day, uphill, both times. Yep. Really difficult. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. So we watched a trailer this week. We did. We watched the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. We did. A movie coming out in March, March 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being released yeah. by Southwest ahead of time. That seems so like... A premiere. I know, but it seems like this wouldn't be what's premiered there, but... Hmm. Eh. But maybe I'm thinking more like... If this was like Sundance, that would definitely be like, this is premiering at Sundance? Interesting. But it, but if you, but that's it's interesting that you say that right because I feel as though Southwest Southwest makes perfect sense for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, you know, like th- all these tech company layoffs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe more like a con release. I think this would be like a really good cons. A, 
a really good con release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sundance yeah. just happened. Yeah. But con, maybe, you know, you never know. Yeah. Overall, trailer looks good. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's very fun. I was not expecting how fun it was. We got a good cast. We got we got our Chris Pine. We got our Michelle Rodriguez. We got our Justice Smith. We got our Reggie Jean Page. We got our, we got our Hugh Grant. We we got we got tons of people on this movie on this on this set. This is also directed by Jonathan Goldstein mm-hmm. and John Francis Francis Daly. Jonathan Goldstein, who's directed movies like Spider Man Homecoming. No, he Home did not Lost. direct. He did not direct Spider Man Homecoming. He wrote it. Yeah, but he didn't direct it. I got it wrong. I can't read charts over here. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. You know what? Let's not fight. I don't want to fight right now. He also provided the story for the Flash movie. Ooh, everyone's had their hand. We've wrote for the Flash. That movie got announced in 2014, and we everyone's worked on that movie. Oh, wait. You know what? This is going to be great. He wrote Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs, too. Ooh, yeah. There's only you can only go down from there, honestly. So this movie will be the will be good, but not as great as Clive the Chance Meatballs too. Mm-hmm. That is true. So great. That's have you ever watched those movies? Yeah, they're fantastic. They're amazing. I used to read that book all every the time day as a kid. Yeah. No, and you did as you've done it as an adult. It's, I know. You've, yeah. yeah, you've seen me. Yeah, you've really shifted the mood of the parties when you're just like, hold up, everybody. I want to say something. And then you pull the book out and you. Well, when you... it's 8.17 on a Saturday night, what else are you going to do? F- fuck bitches, bro. We're I not... want to talk about <laughs> the large pile of mashed potatoes and the butter melting down it. I know. I know. And the I little know. town of Chew and Swallow, Shane. That's all I want to talk about. I understand that, man. That's why but... I'm moving to Maine. <laughs> <laughs> open to open up it... a tiny diner. That's it. Does it take place in Maine? No, I think it's a. It might be in Maine, or it's, I know it's a coastal town. It might be West Coast. Oh, it better not be. Nah, nah, it's East Coast. East, if it's West Coast, I, I'm walking. Oh wait, it is. It is Atlantic Ocean, an island on the Atlantic Ocean. Moth, like a Mothage Vineyard. Maybe it's like it's the Vineyard or like a Nantucket. It's a. It's a. Or one of those like West-based economy. Ooh, okay, so that sounds more south. Maybe that's one of those like those West Virginia islands. Like uh, maybe off coast of Maryland? Maybe. Yeah, you, uh, but no, that's more crab. That's Crab City. Oh, Sar- sardines? Crab City. It's crabs for, for a multitude of reasons. Oh, got him. I got Maine. I got. Uh, but uh, no, I'm probably I'm gonna say uh, maybe maybe off of Connecticut. Is Connecticut kind? Of, yeah, well, it's in Atlantic. It could be. It could be off Nova Scotia. <laughs> Sorry, no Canadian. That ain't no. I'm not reading a Canadian book. That's for sure. Well, it's also directed by John Francis Daly, mm-hmm. who has directed such films as mm-hmm. Vacation, mm-hmm. Game Night, mm-hmm. and actually Dungeons and Dragons is his third movie he's directed. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, he was also in um, uh, what? Why, um, he's in uh, Waiting. He's the he's the new guy in Waiting. Wait, and, hold on. Quick yeah. question. And he was in Bones. So I'm I've got the Wikipedia's for John Francis Daly, yeah, and Jonathan Goldstein up side by side, yeah. Looking at their filmographies, yeah. Are you going to tell me these aren't the same people, and then I'm like being punked? No, they they're no they're part like they're they work together. They're like film like they're working like they're in partners together. Like that's why they're 
filmography is the same because they work together. Their filmography is the same except for John Francis Daly was a producer on Stuber. Yeah. And on Dungeons and Dragons, he's an executive producer. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Because when, uh, for, um, at least for Dungeons and Dragons, I know because I was, I heard about this from my, my sources. Um, he just said, me, like me, when they said, who wants to be executive producer, he got his hand up first. And that's why he's the executive. Classic just, games and nose goes. Yeah, ex- exactly. 100%. Like he just, and, and, the, and everyone knows, like you, you call it, you get it. Like there's no, that's yeah. why Chris Prine is a uh, Mario because he just shot his hand up first and he's like, I'm going to be Mario. Chris Pratt, you mean not Chris Pine? Yeah, no, 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 um, and then and then I then I go and I and I find the stuff. Okay. Well, that's the thing. I feel like you need as like a beginner player. Mm-hmm. You really need that. Yeah, and you gotta, I I don't know you, what to expect. I've got no experience. You also got to be able to like you got to lock in the time for at least a couple sessions. You can't just be like I'll do it once. And like you know, but I'll see what it is like. No, you gotta you gotta do like two or three because you gotta you gotta experience like the journey of it. What happens if your character dies? Well, it depends depends on your crew. Maybe maybe you got someone who's like like a druid, or maybe even a necromancer. It's like, oh, you died. I'll bring him back. Um, but then, and you know, so then you can be a ghost, and then and also, hey, you know, too, if you got a good DM, you know, they, they'll they'll work with you. Like if you die, they'll be like, oh, but your spirit is still here, so like you can talk to people uh, because now we have to resolve your your ghost. You either bring you back or settle your ghost's deeds. Yep. Yeah. They're not going to be like, okay, hey, Steven, really, thanks for stopping in. Okay, uh, can you turn in your dice? Yeah, turn in your dice. <laughs> turn in your dice. Yeah. Hey, hey, excuse me. I know you have at least three more dice in there. Okay, come on. Come on. I don't want to make a big thing about it, Steven. All right? I want to keep my dice. Well, you shouldn't have gone after the dragon. You knew. You knew the stats. I just wanted, I just wanted yeah. his scales. Yep. What do you think you'd be? Do you think you'd be a, a bard, a barbarian, a sorcerer? Are there perks for you? Like, is there is there benefits and oh. like plus and minuses to each oh, yeah, one? Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Like bard, like a bard is like you know a bard's gonna boost everybody because they're gonna play a song and be like, hey, you guys got this, you know. And, and a barbarian's gonna be good at fighting, and then a sorcerer is gonna be all like. A, a nerd. <laughs> I like the idea of a sorcerer, but I feel like I'd get frustrated with the amount of time it would take to cast spells. Oh yeah, you got. Oh, you got, and you got to get big numbers too. Yeah, you got to you got to roll at least two nat twenties for sure. Dude. That seems that seems difficult. You, it, well, I mean, you got that's why you got to get the right dice. And you got to practice. People practice their dice throwing. Um, I mean, if you take anything seriously, you practice. That seems like that seems like you're staging it then at that point. You're not like playing genuinely. Hey, oh, so you know what? Um, 
I've read the, the book. Shane, do you practice throwing your dice? Is that why Is that why we're having this? <laughs> so this movie's coming out in March. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited for this movie. Um, no, in reality, actually, I think I am pretty excited for this. It has a great cast. Um, I'll, I'll really watch anything with Chris Pine. Um, if he's on board, then I'm on board. Name a bad Chris Pine movie. Go. I don't have one. All right. Name a bad um, oh, Tommy. Well, Wonder Woman 1984. He he's not. Um, it's not. That's Wonder Woman. That's Wonder Woman's fault. That's not Chris Pine's fault. Um. Um. Anyway, March thirty first. Um. This movie comes out. Uh. What what would you give Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves? Actually, you want to? We'll say real quick. Can I? Can I say something real quick? Oh, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Um. I think what this movie will actually do and will work well is that the fact that this is a heist movie and you're trying to get a group of different people to fit each role. That's much easier as the audience member to then accept why we're being introduced to all these characters and getting so much backstory as opposed to just be like, let's throw them in like a quest, like in the middle of a quest in a big war. It's like, nah, just make it make it a heist and we gotta and learn everything from meeting everybody. Yeah, but heist movies fall into a lot of heist movie tropes. That's the one concern I have. But but and I want you to know my uh, listeners, my hand is up and I'm wiggling a finger, but how many of them take their place in like a, a mystical land like this? You're right, not too many. It, name 17. Name 17 projects. I just said not too many. But I, so you can't, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I can't name that many. Good, good, good. It's funny, what would you give Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves? Releasing uh, March 31st, 2023, which is a weird t- year to say. March 31st. Yeah, it is a weird word to say. I don't, know. I don't know what I would give it. I don't really have any expectations for it. That's the hard part. Like, mm-hmm. I saw that like, the trailer was great. I love the scene at the end of the trailer where they trigger, they try to trigger a trap to open a bridge and it all falls apart around them. Yep. But I don't know if I have, like, a, a concrete numeric uh, 1 to 1,000 uh, rating scale, but I don't want to be disingenuous and give it, like, a 785. Okay, okay. But there's laughs. There's already laughs, and I think that's, like... Mm-hmm. I think it's going to break down some of... I hope, and I'm, I'm sure there's people who are going to like shake their fists angrily at, angrily at me. Mm-hmm. Because I hope it kind of breaks down some of the walls of Dungeons & Dragons um, for like the rest of the population to understand what it's about. But I know this is not going to be like the case. Steven. Yes. Are you sure that they're not shaking their fist, but rather they have dice in their hand... And they're about to toss. They're they're like winding up. Have you ever? They're gonna throw dice at me. That's what you're telling me. Well, not at you, but like they're about to like they're waiting to do their reaction to see it. But you turn away because you're like, oh my god, these people are shaking their fists at me. But in reality, they're throwing dice. You might, Stephen, you might have been turning your back against these people when in fact they're trying to accept you. That's the gesture to be like, please join us. Is you shake dice? You shake dice at people. Yeah, you're like, hey, come join. Like I'll, hey, I'll throw your first one. Um, oh my god, Stephen, ah. That's interesting that that's how that works. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I do a lot of reading. You know, I like to understand how different cultures work. Yeah, okay. I, I'm a man of the people. Um, that's why I'm usually like, hey, I don't want to spend any time with the people um, because I just know so much about everybody. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I already get it. I get, I get what you're about. I, that's great. I know all of you. No, 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 no. That's great. That's good. You sit there. You sit there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, what would you give? What would you give the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves trailer? I think I'm going to give it probably because you are right. There will be cl- cliches because it is a heist movie. Uh, I'm going to go probably like a, a 670, 680. I think at the end of the day, this movie will be 
uh, a lot of fun. I probably won't hate if they do a sequel. I also the other thing is we don't know there might be a whole other aspect to this movie that they're hiding, and that being like we know who the real life people are of these characters. Like this could just be like a like a group of people playing Dungeons and Dragons, and like we cut back every once in a while to like the actual people, which. Yep. That'd be very interesting, and that would also I would love if they actually do that in the movie. And it's like, oh, we never got to see that, like in the in the press leading up. So it's like a fun little like second movie inside of it. So, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm gonna get this love- on VHS right away. I see. You know, have you ever thought about that some movies would be fun if they came out on VHS? Yeah, actually, I was watching a really um. A good special, I believe it was from on YouTube, uh, Captain Midnight. Um, but it's a special that was all about how when Always Sunny switched from uh, standard definition to HD, and how originally Charlie Day was like against it. He was like, "No, let's stay like in this format, the four by three, which you of course hate." Um, Fuck I think the four by three. I know, but then it was a really good like uh, just storytelling about how like that does almost set a different standard for sitcoms and put it in its own realm of like seeing it in four by three as opposed to seeing it by 16 by nine because then they talk about also how um seinfeld uh got trans uh converted into 16 nine as opposed to four by three when it got with hulu and netflix yeah that changes things but also how simpsons you can watch it in either aspect ratio so it's like it is still its art so it's like that weird it's like oh yeah so switch this would be another interesting movie to then switch and put in like a vhl filter and be like ah this does feel like the 90s so, question regarding the four, three to sixteen and nine for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. How do you? Is that on Disney Plus? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, suppose, uh, but it's not. I think you go to certain uh, seasons and it'll give you the option. Because originally, wow. when they first put it on Disney Plus, they had converted all of it to sixteen nine, but then some things got like cropped in and out because they hadn't. They just did a quick conversion, which then got the fans to be like, "No, like put it back how it was," and then they're like, "Okay, now you can do both." So I couldn't sleep the other night, mm-hmm. and because I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. I had read oh at work I had read an article about the monorail episode mm-hmm. of The Simpsons. And Conan O'Brien wrote the episode, mm-hmm. and it was a great deep dive into the music and how. And then there was a couple of linked articles about how they had to build the sets, and mm-hmm. like it was a big animation undertaking. So last week around four a.m. on Friday morning, I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. so I watched the monorail episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, nothing else to write home, but I've seen it a dozen times. But... Only a dozen? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I try to save it. I know that there are some, um, we call them Bono heads, mm-hmm. that watch it like once a day or so, just to really get the music down. But for me, I prefer to save it for special occasions, like when I can't sleep on a random Thursday or Friday morning. Wow, you've only watched it like 12 times? You're such a simp, son. <clears throat> You like it? You like that one? That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. But All right. Thanks, everybody. That was a good, that's our episode. That's the show. Um, yeah. I like, I, I, I don't know. How often do you watch The Simpsons? Like these days, honestly. I like, could not, I could not tell you the last time I actually watched an episode, old or new. Um, but I think, I think that's actually because I forget that it's on Disney Plus and I never think of a way to watch it, unlike all of my other shows, which I'm just like, Hulu. Uh, Netflix, uh, HBO Max, which we'll be talking about shortly, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, yep. Yeah, I probably should start getting back, like just rewatching it. But then I also, I think, in the day and age that we are now, where there's so many different shows to watch, I'm almost I don't want to add another 
like easy watch thing to put on. You know what I mean? Yep. No, I hear you. Because you're, it's there are so many times even when like I get home, it's like oh, I'll have something to eat, and, like put just whatever on, so I don't have to focus. And I'm just like, oh, but what am I? Am I going to watch this movie again? Am I going to watch this show again? Oh, oh well, next thing you know, it's like, why am I seven episodes into this show that yeah I like, but I don't need to rewatch this. See, it's funny that you said the easy watch stuff because we're watching Yellowstone right now. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show. We really yeah. enjoyed it. Like all good around the world, like, around like all aspects of the show mm. but because it's a 42 minute episode on yep. a streaming service they go by like nothing yeah it's not an hour like it's the show we're about to talk about in a few minutes is an hour long episode the first one was an hour and 20 minutes yep like it sets a tone that's a lot different mm-hmm. but a 42 minute even with blood and he was swearing and even with nudity on like a, on a streaming service it still like goes by way too fast so yeah. it's almost like this. We're watching Yellowstone. We really enjoy, it, really like it. The character development's great. The the set pieces are great. Like everything looks good. But at some points, it's like, okay, we just put it on, but like, it's just moving. Yeah. So I don't know. I could get like here's the thing though. I watched so the Monterey episode of The Simpsons has like everybody in it, like every yeah. every like offhand characters in it and all that. So I was like, holy shit! Like I forgot about all these little characters that exist in it. And I've been the one screaming for a Simpsons hit and run remaster since like. I don't know, 2014. Yeah, we're getting close, supposedly. Someone found the Simpsons Hit and Run out, um, soundtrack on Spotify. Well, why wouldn't, why are we sure that means that could just be a, a fan who put that on? That's not, no, it was like, it was like from the actual record label, but someone else was like, oh, that means they're not going to remaster it because if they were, they'd be wanting to hold all the rights to that. Or, or maybe, um, it's a hint. Um, they're going, they're like, hey, fans, um, I love it. I mean, it would be so much fun. Oh man, yeah, it'd be, it'd be better than anything else in the world. It would, bring, yeah, it would be peace in our time. Um, as we dive into <laughs> HBO Max, <laughs> guess how many seasons of Real Sports with Brian Gumble are on HBO? Just take 40, a gander. Forty-six, twenty-nine, <clears throat> twenty-nine <throat> seasons of Real Sports with Brian Gumble. See, I was gonna. I wanted to say twenty five, but then I was like, nah. I feel like they probably have like weird, like a third of a thing would be doing, and like that's why it's like up so much more. Damn, damn. Have you ever watched it? Um, I've watched like segments. I've never watched. I've never sat down and watched an episode. Yeah, that's with Brian Gummel. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, but I'm not a fifty seven year old man, Stephen. I mean, it's just an interesting concept. I know, but. I digress. We're watching another show on HBO right now. It just came out two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Second episode just came out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Do you know what we're talking about? We're talking about The Last of Us. The, uh, the of Naughty us. Dog game now brought uh, to the, the silver screen. Or is, is silver, no, silver screen's movies. Um, the bronze screen? Um, so, anyway. yeah, it's like silver screen is to movies as... Tin foil sweater. Anyway, um, The Last of Us, uh, yeah, premiered two weeks ago on HBO Max. We've got Pedro Pascal. We've got, uh, why don't I, where are my notes? Oh, Bella Ramsey. Uh, we got Anna Torv. Uh, we got a wonderful cast. Uh, great set design. Uh, did you ever play the games, The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two? Uh, before we dive into my playing of The Last of Us, the correct uh, idiom for uh, from the silver screen, it's to the small screen. Ah, yeah, okay. It's all right. 
I did not play either of the Last of Us games. I've played the first because I forget however long ago it was like the free game of the month on yep. the PlayStation. So I got it, played it, great. Haven't played the second. Um, but yeah, really good game, good game series. Uh, this show is a great adaptation of the game so far. These first two episodes are very much in line with the games, uh, excluding majority of the flashbacks, which we'll get into. Um, But so far, what have you liked? Have you liked the show? What are your thoughts of the first two episodes? So I actually held off on watching it when it first released, and then we we were talking about watching it for the show, and Mm -hmm. I gave it a chance. Um, I'm not a big horror guy. I'm not Mm -hmm. a big jump scare guy. So I was kind of hesitant, but I also felt as though I, I, you know, going into it, I felt like I was like, all right, HBO is not going to throw just a horror TV show up there. Like, no one's going to do that. I was like, I know the plot of the games is more around survival than around monsters, like the around yeah. the uh, the the we won't call them zombies, but the well, the, the, infected, the infected, and then uh, going into the second episode, spoilers abound. By the way, everyone, both yeah. for the games and for the show, so um, many spoilers. The 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 very infected are known as clickers. Um, um yeah yep so infected or clickers what do you want to call them so i I took a chance on it i haven't i having not played the games i don't know too too much i like really enjoyed it i sat down yesterday and watched episode one really got into it really enjoyed like the the prologue portion of the episode Mm -hmm. um and then it does do a 20-year time jump to get us to boston in 2023 so i think that's really interesting i think pedro pascal plays joel really really well yeah he's great in this and overall, like I, we're two episodes in. Ellie, played by Bella Ramsey, is a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. He's everything very light. Mm-hmm. Well, also kind of they're trying to understand the, the gravity of the situation. I also think it's interesting in the book, in the movie, and obviously now the TV or in the game and now in the TV show, there is that twenty year jump. Mm-hmm. But it is like everything's stuck in a moment in time mm-hmm. because they've had like no real way to like develop a society. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. It- see especially in this first episode like people are they're wearing it's still all like uh late 90s early 2000s someone's wearing like an al gore um like yep, t-shirt al at one point gore lieberman yeah exactly um focusing on the first episode definitely you talked about the, the prologue i loved the very beginning where we get a flashback to the 60s and with a, like a couple of scientists talking about like how like pandemics would spread and the guy explaining how the fungal uh pandemic would um I would say that entire 30 plus minute flashback and prologue just dread the entire time just kept building and building. Cause as someone who's played the game and I feel most people who haven't played the game or know going with the show going in, like they know like, okay, this is about an outbreak, the world falling apart and the people surviving. Like yep. that first 30 minutes is just like every siren you hear off in the distance, everything on the radio or TV, people are talking about, you're just like, Oh my God, it's like, it's all right in front of you. Um, enjoyed yeah that opening 40 uh, 30 minutes I hated uh, when the daughter Sarah goes to the neighbors and you see the uh, the neighbor uh, eating her loved ones I was eating at the same time Uh, so yeah I was like that's never good yeah I was like you know what I'm gonna stop for a couple minutes kind of move along let things kind of get to the present yeah yeah Um, (laughs) Their dog Mercy runs onto the screen mm-hmm. and runs runs to um oh my goodness I've already ah. the daughter the daughter's name Sarah the, yes runs to Sarah and 
Merch starts barking and so Z started barking. I was like, What are you barking at? I was like, Oh, there's mm-hmm. a dog on the TV. Yep. Not as much not as bad as seeing that for the first time though. I, I get it. It's, it's a kid and it's stupid, but I'm always like, the dog is really freaked out. Come on, <laughs> the dog is freaked out. Um, ugh, just mm, everyone knows animals have like a an extra sense. They know like tsunamis are coming. Just relax, okay? Follow yep. the dog. <laughs> but then of course she would have ran away. Her dad, he wouldn't have. Been, so, um, yeah. But loved uh, the opening prologue uh, flashback. Then jumping into the present in Boston, um, clickers. I, I really want. I wanted to hear someone say "clickers" at one Clickers. point. Um, but I really enjoyed uh, that both Tess's and Ellie's intro in that uh, opening episode. Tess, I thought was great. Uh, pretty much running her own interrogation, um, being like, "Hey, let's move." Like, I'm okay with like, let's move on. Like, I don't care. Like, and some and the guy robbed the entire time. Like, yeah, yeah, but I messed up. It's like it's okay. Like, don't worry, just let me go. Um, that was really good, Ellie. Uh, I think um, uh, Bella Ramsey. I think she's doing a great job of doing Ellie in this. This is that's a character that definitely was probably going to be the toughest to portray and get people to be like bought into it. And yep. I think so far she's already done a phenomenal job of like the first her like first couple of lines. I'm like, okay, nope, I'm cool. Yeah. Well, they spoke to Benny and Wise about casting her because mm-hmm. of her role in uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, I've I. I can't get over how much I've enjoyed it, and I did mm. not think I would like this show whatsoever. You know what? I, I think I was kind of in a similar uh, boat. I knew it was coming out. I didn't watch the first episode until uh, we started talking, like, let's uh, watch it. I think I was just, like, a little hesitant because there haven't been many uh, good video game adaptations um, ever. Uh, just I got into this discussion with someone today. Yeah. I think there aren't any, like, it's like Mario Brothers was kind of a curse. I think we're going to reprise the curse with the next one reprise you mean so you think the animated mario movie is going to bring back the bad video game movie curse yes yes thank you i i i regardless of it being good or even if it's bad i don't don't think it's bad this upcoming animated mario movie could be will not be anywhere near as bad as that first mario's movie like because this is still you look at that mario animated movie right now that at least is has it looks beautiful. It's got a good cat. If you don't like Chris Pratt as Mario, that's great. I bet I'm going to love Charlie Day as Luigi and Jack Black as Bowser. I bet I'm going to laugh. Probably. Those two. Yeah. yeah okay. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Like mm-hmm. Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. I Come think on. We're grasping at straws now, but. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Hold on. We're going to pivot for a second, everybody. Sorry about The Last of Us. But are you trying to say something about Anya Taylor Joy? What are you trying to say? I'm not about saying her? anything about Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, that's right. You're not saying shit. You ain't saying shit. She's a darling. She's look her career. Look at that career. That's but you. She, okay, let's get back to the Last of Us. Anyway, um, but yeah, really liked seeing the where the world is at in Boston. Um, we're under government control by some, Fedra. Fed Fedra. Um, we have the Fireflies, which are this uh, resistance group. Um. We get to see from within, we get to see Marlene, who's leading their Boston chapter, um, who also then has a connection to Ellie. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's what you would expect from a horrible pandemic that's wiped out the majority of society um, and yeah. how we live. Uh, so 
it, it, I always I do get a kick out of like the fireflies where you're like I do like you know you definitely kind of agree with them but at the same time you are it's like come on guys like yeah <laughs> yeah so um I love the line uh, from Marlene when uh, Joel and uh, Tess go to try and get the battery um, and they're now negotiating uh, they're gonna take Ellie. And the uh, the co captain or the sergeant uh, Kim just be like, I can take her. It's like Kim, you don't have a fucking ear in your fucking head. All right, <laughs> I just this this show, both episodes, tons of great humor throughout it. Yeah, and like not ever going too far. Like they fit really all the humor is very natural and fits to how characters I feel would react. Um, but yeah, I love that line. Well, also, I think the, uh, yeah. the stuff, it's just woven in incredibly mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and I was going to say, when they're climbing the ladder, and Joel's just like, oh, they must have done some reframing in the 80s. Everyone was doing this. And it's like, thanks for the construction corner with Joel. Like, that's <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think if I have any other notes. I took a lot of... I, took, did, I was taking lots of notes. During I can hear uh, your paper going. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much all I have for notes on episode one. Do you want to say anything else about episode one? Before? Oh, by the way, uh, titled, uh, When You're Lost in the Darkness... Um, which is also kind of the slogan that the Firefly, that resistance group uses. Look for the light. Yeah. I look. I loved episode one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I th- like. I it kept me going. I didn't. Not that it kept me going. I was going to watch it anyway, but mm-hmm. thought it was important. Yeah. I it, it set the tone really well. I think it set the tone too. We don't really talk about. He's a, like Joel's a smuggler. Mm-hmm. So Joel, one of the first scenes you meet with him is essentially he's come in and he's like doing just menial work, trying to survive not really thrive in this 20 in like 20 years post pandemic living in a Fedra camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's selling hydrocodone to a guard and then he's getting it from Atlanta. So that means the CDC is like still functional. Yeah. But apparently all they make is bullets and guns or pills and bullets and bullets and pills. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because him and Tess, they go into the outside the, the wall past the QZ. Uh, yep. or, so, Which yeah. is a hangable offense. Yeah, that that was a very interesting scene. I, like, watching that, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this is how this world, like, works if you break that quarantine. And part of me was like, I feel like, how can we, like, would we ever fall to that? But when you think of how bad this disease and this infection spreads and how it works within the world, it's like, yeah, no, you got to make sure people know, like, don't, don't go outside don't the wall. Like, yeah, like, like this is what happens. Okay. We, we're not messing around. It was um, like, I had that same exact thought too. Cause I was like, that, that means that like, you know, like people have to game plan this out. Mm. That's a terrifying prospect to think about. Yeah. Um, Last thing I'll say uh, before we dive into episode two, I'm looking at this for viewership because this is actually something that I was reading an article about. They only had on TV itself only half a million people watched the pilot episode on TV. That makes but they sense. Had, but they had like eight million views that night on HBO Max or the following day, and yeah. then even a bigger spike um, the next week. But it just seems so crazy to be like. Yeah, like no one watched this. Like I didn't watch this. I watched this through the app. So yeah, it looks like they might have gone to two hundred twenty-four million. Was the or no? Sorry, not two hundred twenty-four. Eighteen million after a week. Forty billion. Seventy-five billion. Nine but trillion. 18, Eighteen million after the first week is pretty crazy. Yeah. What was also wild to me is like so we have like Nielsen ratings and everything. Mm-hmm. But we don't. We they still track DVR. Yeah. But they don't track 
they can't like no one's got i mean i know like every flat streaming platform like netflix i read a great article on netflix and why they cancel shows mm -hmm. and they have so much data on all of us yeah well that's why also every time netflix releases a movie it is the most watched because they have so many different well they manipulate the fuck out of it yeah but they can but they, that's why they can like filter by so many different criteria like it is the most watched show for men between the ages of 19 and 32 who focus on Marvel-esque type shows and sci-fi. It's the number one show for them. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, just crazy. Yeah, that's, that's episode one of The Last of Us. Really episode just two. episode one. Yeah. Episode two, titled Infected, um, also opens with a flashback in Jakarta. A um, great we, flashback. Yeah, which we have, we hear a little bit of that during the original uh, opening where it's on like the radio. And I don't know, I can't remember exactly what they said was on the radio. If it was, they were said specifically explosions or just like the chaos in Jakarta. Um, but we know why, because we open with a, um, a uh, mycologist who's having lunch and being picked up by the police who is scared that she's committed a crime. And they're just like, no, we just need you to answer some questions for us. Um, and that's where the inspection has started. Um, and it's once again another horrible scene. I wrote down in my notes. Um, I hate this. Kill me now. <laughs> uh, when we when we get to actually the autopsy and both cutting the leg and seeing underneath, and then like opening up the mouth. Um, yep. Yeah, like this show is definitely is gross, and I hate a lot of aspects of it. But <laughs> I'm persevering because it's. I love Pedro Pascal. He's fan oh, I you know what? Actually, I have a note that I missed about the first episode. Um, you know the housing crisis is bad when I see Pedro Pascal's horrible post-apocalyptic apartment i'm just like that's nice i'd live there <laughs> you're not wrong though it's yeah. a nice apartment yeah it's like it's a, it's it a nice like studio fully yeah. functional it'd be even better oh yeah he's like oh man how do you get that honestly i was like how do you get that apartment because no one was fighting him for it um but uh but back to episode two yeah we have that opening in uh jakarta and then the my call uh my college is just being like you need to bomb this entire city like that's all we can do yeah. Uh, very, very reasonable thought process yeah and then her just being like can I go home like I just want to spend time with my family um, yeah and when the uh, when she's like how many people there's like three people were bit it's like and how many people were missing 14 it's like yeah you're you're screwed we're fucked and then it's all flower based which then I saw something before I even saw the show mm -hmm. was that in the first episode it's like nobody like Sarah and Joel don't eat flour mm -hmm. like they're offered it so many times it's like do you want biscuits oh did you make pancakes today oh I'll pick up a cake later and they never do mm. and it's like kind of interesting right yeah, I, did, I missed that wow that's good yeah so I saw it I didn't I didn't pick this up I saw it but mm -hmm. um, yeah but yeah that, that was a really good another flashback I'm wondering if they have said earlier that there was going to be a lot of flashbacks. I'm wondering if every episode is just going to open with like a quick five to ten. Uh, that, or if they like space it out differently, maybe like the middle of one episode or make a whole episode another flashback. Uh, but I'm liking them fleshing out the world, like letting us see more like day one slash things that are happening in the interim. Yeah, absolutely. I think like even just that first episode of just like everything kind of going to shit so mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. And also, yeah, I think that's a during a time that's pre social media. That's two thousand three, so no one's got smartphones. The Joel's the brick um, with a leather case. Yeah, exactly. So like that also like you gotta think like I don't think we as a society would do much better if this happened today. But I at least think we would be the word would spread faster, so we would at least much easier know like okay, don't no one go outside. 
Meanwhile, everyone during the opening of the first episode is just like, there's tons of f- police alarms and sirens going. There's fighter jets flying overhead. Huh, interesting. I'm just going to go to bed. I mean, we'd hope that we'd deal with things better, but doubtful. We'd at least know about it faster. That's the one yeah. benefit. Yeah. I'd stop eating flour. And I'd make sure to get all that toilet paper. <laughs> hey, you're all coming to me if you want toilet paper. Because everybody uh, needs a good snack. Yep. Uh, but then we get back to the uh, present in episode two. Uh, the following morning after the escape, um, Ellie is immune. That is the big yes. reveal um, that she's immune to the virus. Uh, she was bit a few weeks ago and she's completely fine. Um, and Joel and Tess have to decide. Ooh, excuse me. Have to decide if they want to keep on with this mission. They decide, uh, or at least Joel reluctantly. Tess, at least very early on, you can see his bought into it. Um, I love uh, when they're eating. Uh, Ellie has a great sandwich, and they've got <laughs> horrible dry beef jerky. Um, and then asks for a gun, and is like, "Fine, I'll throw my sandwich at them." Um, yeah, it injects very, very good vibes. Yep, mm-hmm. just fed. Yeah, Ellie throughout this episode, and I. That previous episode, once again, is just hilarious throughout the entire thing. Um, we then get to see more Boston, um, though not real Boston. Did they shoot on a volume? Do you, was, do you think that's what they did? They did not shoot in Boston. Well, I know they didn't shoot it, but I mean, yeah. Cause, uh, but I, do you think they did they shoot it on a volume or do you think that they did a soundstage? Or, that's what I'm trying to wonder. I think they did, yeah, I think they, did a, they did a volume. I think it was like Alberta. Yeah. It was definitely mm-hmm. Canada, I feel like, for the tax breaks. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. In, in Taxachusetts, no, not going to get any uh, tax breaks in here. Um, thank you. Um, uh, I hated how confident the group was walking through the f- flooded uh, hotel lobby. So uh, confident. No yeah. one's freaking out. Yeah. I don't I did, understand. I did love, once again, uh, just like, I can't swim. And Joel's like, yeah, uh-huh. It takes one step, and it's like a, f- a half a foot deep. It's like, <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah, but I did hate, and then there is a skeleton, but I was like, really? Like, not even like a little cautious, like, hey, be careful, like walking through this. And they're just walking through the water. Mm-mm. Just something to spike. They couldn't just find something to, like really quick after just like chink. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would like walk with like a big stick in front of me, like, um, just whacking the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I also wrote down in my notes just because this is me. Uh, Ellie stands next to a room that's uh, 10 07. That's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, hey. always, always looking out. Oh yeah, you know it. Um, also laughed at the line, um, oh, my knees after going up ten flights of stairs. I'm also getting there at this point in my life, so that was fun, kind of slash depressing. <laughs> uh, we then get to see a good swarm of uh, the infected. Oh, was that was that Fanny Hall? I think that was supposed to be that was Fanny Hall. That was supposed to be uh, the state house. Well, no, no, they go. to house later but i meant um when they're looking and like you see uh when tess explains like oh uh-huh. look they're all connected was that Fan- i think that was supposed to be like Fanny hall uh, so area. i thought that was closer to the garden like the west end mm-hmm. okay yeah uh, before the door or kind of around the area of christopher columbus park that okay. was my take but no no i, I, I see that i see that was also like my fun thing of like when they're doing like big wide shots i was like okay where are they like where I can recognize i see it? things yeah, exactly uh that was a lot of fun um, yeah, because then I wrote down in my hand, I'm like, is that for you? Oh, oh my god, oh, that's oh, that's great. I walked there. Oh man, that could be my dead body. Um, but I did like this is something they added into the show that's not in the games, which was that like if you step on like this part that you can trigger and like alert the infected from far away. So like now you have to be you have to be extra careful. Like, don't just like walk around. 
Yep. Um, but they eventually then had to take the short way, which is the dangerous path through a museum. Um, I wrote, I love that uh, the stairs still keep a couple spaces so they can actually <laughs> walk up the stairs. Like, oh, that's really interesting that the fungus avoided certain like two feet wide spots on each step so you can get up them. Oh, because um, the fungus would know, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah, it's like, oh, someone might need to walk up this soon. <laughs> um, and then they also Fair added, area. yeah, they also added in, which is like a legitimate video game like trope where they go through a doorway and then like it closes up behind you so you can't go back. Like they did that like perfectly. I was like, oh, yeah, that happens in games too. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> all right, we missed that checkpoint. Oh, that's our Guess checkpoint. we're stuck here now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, missed that collectible. Okay, got to co- do my next playthrough. Next time I'll remember to get it. Um, but then we get to meet clickers for the first time. Um, we hear the clickers. Yeah. Uh, great practical effects. A lot of like people in prosthetics. Uh, just like in the games, they're based off of uh, sound, not sight. So you just gotta be very care- uh, quiet. Um, they're disgusting. Hate them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Very ugly. Very mm-hmm. ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> See, I, I'd probably die right away because I'd see them and I'd go, bleh, 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 bleh. I wouldn't be able to stop myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, we get it. I'll admit, it was a, it was an oak, it was a tense scene, but having both played the games and just watching TV in general, like I was like, okay, like I know what's like. Joel and Ellie are good, um, but was definitely intense and it was a lot of fun to see them for the first time those characters it was interesting uh they could have very easily been like we're gonna go with a different interpretation and uh, make them look so much different or do all cgi but they went practical and it it, it really helps lends to the, the scene definitely um also uh i also wrote down in my notes no one's got good aim they they missed headshot headshots each time they got big targets too yep yep but then we get to the state house um and the fireflies have been amb- have been, oh not ambushed. Somebody got infected, and then they got into a fight amongst themselves, um, yep. which makes Tess upset. Why is Tess upset, uh, Scuba? She couldn't kill them. I can't remember why Tess was upset. Because she got infected, she got bit, and she's like oh. now because now she's like, oh man, like I was hoping like they could get her because like, now she's also having seen that Ellie got scratched again. She's completely fine after a couple hours, but Tess is infected. Um, yeah. And then she, you know, she's like, go, go do the job, Joel. Do it. Clean up yeah. all the mess that we've created. Or That was a great line. Mm-hmm. No, it was really good. And then we have to, uh, we have to watch a horribly gross scene of oh. the infected uh. running in and then making out with Tess with the fungal. That was, I hated that. I hated that so much. Also, I hated that she didn't check the lighter ahead of time. Like, that's... Yep. Ah, that's... I'm gonna b- blow all this stuff up, but you know what? Actually, hold up. My okay, good. My lighter is working now. I'll, okay, I'll pour this gasoline and throw these grenades. Um, it caught, yeah, just the heebie-jeebies. Oh yeah, no, that was disgusting. I really, I hate those. Both can have their mouth. Um, but yeah, uh, that's how the second episode ends with uh, Ellie and uh, Joel escaping, and now off to go see uh, Frank and Bill. Uh, off the next week. We don't know too much about them, or at least uh, unless you you know anything about the, the games and whatnot. Um, Bill is uh Bill is played by Nick Offerman. That is true. Um, so it'll be exciting. But um, overall, I'm really enjoying this show. It's going to be a, a nine episode first season, so I think that also is going to be uh, nice that it's going to be like not crazy too uh, long. I feel this 
there's so much in this, and this is a slow-paced show and a, a slow burn, or not really, because this is actually it gets you hooked pretty quickly. Um, but I'm glad this is gonna be like a tight little first season. Uh, HBO easily could have been like 13 episodes. Um, they could have, yeah. But I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. What about you? I'm really liking it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm suitably like I think I'm suitably impressed by it. Mm-hmm. I. I have some hopes mm-hmm. and some dreams, mm-hmm. but I think I think we'll be okay. I think I don't, many, like, I, I don't think it'll be a bad thing per se, but mm-hmm. I think I just want to I just wanted to do the show the games justice, but mm-hmm. also at the same time, kind of re- like reflect what TV should be in this day and age. Also, Pedro Pascal's in it, and he's making around set, like six hundred grand an episode supposedly. <laughs> Uh, which is pretty rich blood. Hey, you know what? He deserved. He deserved blood. it. He's he's he, the Mandalorian. Absolutely. He, he he deserves that because you can't see his face in the Mandalorian, so he gets paid extra on this one to make up for it. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, it it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in the contract. Um, I'll just uh, I'll give you this little uh, last little thing. Uh, kind of throwing it at you. Uh, feel free if you don't got an answer. What do you think's a, a video game that der- deserves the next TV show adaptation? That's a good question. I don't Sly Cooper the Thievius Raccoonus. Oh no, of course, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Um, isn't Gears of War getting one? I think so, though. That's been I feel in develop for in development in development for a while. As was the Halo show, which we both completely ignored. Though I've since watched clips. And, actually, I never watched. I never played Halo, so I had no connection to the show. So, like, even watching it, I was like, meh. Didn't you? Well, you're right. I never played the games. Yeah. So there's no real. Eh, there's no real point for me. Mm-hmm. But it's possible. Yeah. I want a The Godfather of the video game TV show adaptation. That's what Ooh. I want. That sounds like there are some TV shows that are coming up that I want to watch. There's one new one on Peacock with Natasha Leone that looks really good. Mm-hmm. Poker Face. Poker Face. And then there's also the other show on Peacock coming out soon. Um, shoot. It's like a meta a meta show. Paul T. Goodman. Paul, Paul T. Yeah, we said it at the same time. We said Paul it at the T. Same. Goodman. Yep, we said it at the same time. It looked good, but it, apparently it's not getting great reviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's a Nathan Fielder show. Ooh. Oh, in the spirit of work of the work of Nathan Fielder. Mm. Hey, how about that? Uh, Justin Rowland and Rick and Morty. Oh, that's funny. Are you good? Do you have a, an impression ready to go to take over his spot because he's a fucking weirdo? Hey, I'm Pickle Rick. Uh, I'm a pickle. Ah. Help me, Morty. That. Uh... I'm glad they cut ties, but yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to uh, what they do for the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, sh- the at the same time, the show is so uh, aware, self aware that they can just very easily make a joke up front. Why do we sound different? It doesn't matter. You know, like move on. Um, but yeah, no, that was it. Yeah. What's well, What's also kind of interesting is that he was involved in so many other things recently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all of it's gone to shit. Yeah. Like that video game, that mm-hmm. co- that show about koalas. Koala man. With Hugh Jackman was in that show, Solar People or Solar whatever it was, Solar Opposites. Solar Opposites. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what? He was actually working on a Hit and Run uh, remaster. 
Oh, I figured that would be that would be mm-hmm. what would happen. See, here's the thing. That's my white whale. If I ever become a billionaire, that's what I'm going after. <laughs> fuck roads. Fuck infrastructure. Fuck healthcare. Nah. Hit and run. run. That will heal everything. In VR. How long do you think? Well, say you're a billionaire, right? Yeah. How long do you think it would take, like, to acquire all the rights to do it? Not even maybe acquire all the rights, but to fund it enough to have licensing for all those things. Um, I bet if I went, well, actually, I'd have to go to Disney because Disney now I would own the rights. I think I, if I went to Disney, it was like, here's here's fifty million dollars. How much more do you want for you just to start to work on it? Like, I'm giving you an investment. You can do like make another building, make whatever you do, want to do, but like here, like. I think fifty. I think fifty. They'd be like, "All right, give us another ten, and we'll do it." Like the ten would be to actually get hire a couple, a small team to be like, "Okay, we're gonna take the game and just upgrade everything." Okay, that's cool. all I want is just a remaster. Yeah. I don't yeah. need new missions. Maybe hey, you know what, Stephen? If I had a billion dollars, I would pay for your education to go to school and learn how to do it yourself. Oh and my then, goodness! Yep. Thank you. And you know, teach me how to fish. Yeah. Rather than let me buy the fish. Exactly. And you know how like there's some of those like old retired guys who are like in their sixties or seventies whose like basement is like all full of trains. Yeah. Your thing would just be like, oh, you go down to the basement and like you're just oh today I'm working on like the grass simulation for my hit and run update. Like oh I'm trying to fix the so like the wind you can see the wind blowing through the grass. And like oh oh and people are like can you play it? It's like oh nope 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 can't play it yet. I'm working on all the the. the, the the tiny pieces guys it's the tiny pieces hey honey i just got that those new fans for my computer i'm gonna be able to process even faster give me all the graphics cards yeah that's pretty much it do you want to do oscar noms real quick i think we, i think we leave we can do oscar noms next week okay okay we do oscar, noms on, oscar noms on our next week do you want to tell people they can find our show wait real quick when are the oscars are they next week no, they, the the noms sit out for a while, right? Okay, just making sure. Like, okay, March twelfth. That's March twelfth. Okay. We got time. Okay, I was like, knowing our luck, they would be, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay, so we're gonna go with the nominations." All right, yeah, you can find us in a boatload of places, uh, Scuba. You can find us on Instagram at Shane and Scuba Steve Show. You can find us online at www.shaneandscubastevesshow.com. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on probably on Google Play. You can probably find us. Uh, there's probably some bootleg versions of us on Pirate Bay. Um, 4chan. We Ooh, have an podcast. entire. We have a thread on 4chan. Um, you gotta dive deep to find it, though. It's it's buried. Um, we were recently featured. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, um, Scuba. We were recently featured in Portland, Maine's own podcast, Portland Bi Monthly magazine, as footnote. So yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I paid quite a bit to get in there, not trying to brag. Um, I have uh, irreparably uh, ruined my credit score uh, for this podcast, but it's for the craft. It's for you. It's for the listeners. Um, And just, you know what, honestly, a small part for myself as well. I understand that. Yeah. But we appreciate it. Yeah. The listeners, I appreciate it, Shane. Of course. All right, folks, that's our show this evening. We'll see you next week. Later. Goodbye.